You're listening to the Sunday Soul Podcast with me, Aaron Pryor, and Becky Hayden, part of sunday-soul.com. Hello and welcome to Sunday Soul. It's me again, Aaron, and I'm joined once again by Becky. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What time is it over there? Currently? Um, it is 10 to 10 in the evening. Oh, nice. It's 10 to 1 here. Um, as we should explain, oh, we have talked about this previously, but I'm based in sunny, sunny UK, and you're based in cold and dreary uh, Australia. Um, yes, correct. So, <laughs> so I'm not sure that's quite <laughs> the right way around. Um, <laughs> we have talked about doing a podcast for a long time, haven't we? And we decided that the appropriate time to try and actually bring that to fruition was when you were on the other side of the world which I think is you know it's ambitious right yeah and I think I I love it yeah me too and I think it um it actually is quite an interesting one for today's topic we're going to be talking about your negative mini me as you've called it and how we can live with and attempt to silence those inner thoughts um should we start by just defining what we mean by our negative mini me Yeah, so I think everyone's negative mini-me is different. So we all have different visions or depending on on what modality you are, so kinesthetic, visual, audio, we all kind of have a different picture in our head. So mine has always been a monkey. I don't know why. Um, And because I'm just so visual as a person, it lives in this little house in my head This is making me sound crazy. Um, And it controls a lot about what I think. So I see it more as a visual, whereas people might just hear it or it might come in, obviously, when we're going through things that scare us or through fear. Um, So I think it means different things to different people, but it's just that little voice at the back of your head that stops you from doing things that you possibly believe that you can't do but you actually can okay so it's the the sort of seeds of self-doubt then absolutely okay and we all have this right this isn't something that is exclusive to a certain type of person or you know we've talked before that we're both um from performance background so you know we we are quite interested in in that side of things but I think with that comes its own breed of of issues but this isn't yeah a, a sort of singular experience we all have this in a dialogue yeah no absolutely we all do and to different extents I think some people can control it better than others um I definitely struggle I have struggled to control the voices and 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 stop letting it take over my decisions and my life I think people have a better way of controlling it which is why I wanted to reach out which is why I I wrote the blog this week because I kind of wanted to reach out to people who are kind of feeling stuck and I think sometimes as well you don't actually realize that it's this little tiny negative little mini me and you start believing that it's actually your own thoughts and it's not sure okay and um in terms of having that in a dialogue then we've on on your blog you've mentioned a couple of ways that you can talk to acknowledge and and try to combat these inner thoughts now you know yeah. that that sort of conjures up visions of of you know people <laughs> talking to themselves all the time and all that sort of thing it's not necessarily about 
literally having a dialogue with yourself is it although that is something that let's be honest we all do it I mean I do it in the shower yeah um yeah you know where I quite often have a literal out loud conversation with myself which is slightly strange <laughs> but I think really enjoyable at the same time because it really clarifies yeah. sometimes your thinking and I think that's yeah of course something that, that is, is one of my mechanisms for sort of working through an issue not necessarily with the the negative thoughts but if there's something that's troubling me if there's something that I'm trying to work out how I am going to deal with something how I'm going to progress something that's where I go to is that is that that time when you're alone when you can talk to yourself that's a, a real positive thing as well right absolutely 100% really positive and and it's good that you have got to the point where you can hear that you have to talk to it and allow we don't want to I, I say later on in the blog it's kind of treating it as a as a naughty toddler but we don't want to completely just completely disengage from it because it's only going to get more um it's only going to get louder if we do that so acknowledging that it's there giving it its time to say what it has to say and then removing it is the best way forward and and exactly what you've said is you know having that time to go through it and process it and switch it around and and make it out the positive of what it's trying to be negative for is 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 a great way to do it sure sure so looking at ways to combat this then you've listed three things one of which is that naughty toddler which we'll come back to in a little while the other one um the first one you've listed is to shift your focus to gratitude um yeah this you know the first line that you've used there is unbelievably simple but so amazingly powerful and i think literally just to summarize it is being more positive in your thinking right this is this is purely about thinking positively uh and uh, rather than than approaching things with that negative attitude it's it's almost the self-fulfilling prophecy yeah yeah and i think i said it in the blog and i i I only found out this out i only found this out recently but the part of the brain that registers fear is actually the part of the brain that registers gratitude so they're they're completely the complete opposites so it's actually impossible to feel them both at the same time um which is why shifting your focus to gratitude makes that complete 360 change from going from the feelings of fear which is usually when our self-talk starts is it's the feelings of fear um which is why i said at the at the start of the blog it's it's good to have it because it you know that little mini me as much as we hate it it does stop us from walking out in front of the bus and getting hit or it does stop us from putting our hand on the cooker when we're cooking sometimes unless we forget um and it you know it's 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 good to have it but it's also good to flip it because you can go from being in that horrible negative disgusting state that sometimes it can make you feel and get into your body and completely flip it 360 to feel that gratitude and it also trains your brain to see the 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 gratitude and and to feel the gratefulness of the situation and I think a lot of the time people are like well how am I ever going to find something you know positive about this situation that I'm in but there's always a positive out of a negative situation because in a negative situation what are you learning how is it making you grow so you know being able to flip it and focus that on on the gratitude is just such an amazing thing that you can do i think that's part of it isn't it that we you know we seem to live 
nowadays in a sort of perpetual state of flight or fight almost and yeah you know I think it's a very different experience to what our you know ancestors and, and various things lived in you know we're not at risk of attack by saber-toothed tiger or you know those sorts of yeah. things but we are feeling those sort of particularly emotional attacks on a daily basis you know yeah we've talked yeah, previously I think in the previous in, uh, podcast we talked about Instagram and and you know this idea of of, of Instagram envy where you you are watching these people living these seemingly perfect lives now we all know that that's not real but you can't help sometimes but but engage in yeah that, in that thing and I think this kind of perpetual sense of flight or fight this this feeling that we're constantly up against it is it doesn't really help and I think you're right in the sense that we have to find a way to relax that find a way to see the good things you know to smell the wood for the trees to see the flowers all of yeah. those kind of cliche yeah. phrases but that is the only way really that you're going to then acknowledge that there's that element of negativity and the that you know naughty little monkey is in your head and and yeah, you can then 100%. find a way to say okay we need to put this to bed now which yeah. i think leads us on to the second one um yeah which we've talked about briefly already the naughty toddler now <laughs> I have children, um, so I've experienced the the toddler tantrum, um, as many of our listeners will have done as well. Now, you've talked about that for you, this is a sort of manifestation of a, a sort of little monkey in your head that you you come there and, and it appears and it starts to to mess with your thoughts or to or to create mischief in your in your brain. Um, yeah. One of the things that you talk about in this section in the blog is about acknowledging that about having that almost that conversation with it to say yeah okay here I am here you are again let's let's see what happens um yeah and I think that's that's a really good thing right I mean I I remember if, if you will indulge me for a moment I remember when I was at drama school um we were talking about nerves like pre-audition nerves and I remember our um head of drama this wonderful lady called Susan Rassi head of acting she was saying that she, when she went to audition, um, even then, you know, 30, 40 years in the business, she would get very, very nervous. And she did the leg jitter, um, which a lot of us are familiar with, you know, the leg bouncing up and down. Yep. And she had this coping mechanism whereby she would actually literally sit there and say, oh, hello, you're here again, Mr. Leg Jitter. How are you? Nice to see you again. <laughs> and she would almost have this conversation with it. And we all, to a man, sat there in, this, in, our, in our classroom and thought, this woman is absolutely mad. <laughs> But then I found that I was going to auditions and, and the, the triggers that I had when I got nervous were not the same. But, you know, the, the things that I was doing, particularly those physical elements, I was able then to say, oh, here we go again. This yeah. is, you know, this is right. This is normal. Back this is again. fine. Yeah. And, and so I was doing exactly what I thought she was mental for talking about previously. Now, that's kind yeah. of what you're talking about here, isn't it? It's that acknowledging that 100%. that's there, but then learning how to deal with it. Yeah, and and that's what I said before. You you know, I say in my blog, what if you don't give the if you don't give the toddler exactly what they want, what happens? They get even louder and more demanding, and and until you pay that attention to them. So we don't want to completely be like la la la. I'm not listening. I'm not not listening. Like we have to acknowledge that it's there. So noticing it is the first step that you can take. So actually physically noticing that you're taking this other little mini me inside you is taking you to this place that you don't want to be. Acknowledging that and even thanking it. And I know that sounds silly. And and if you are at home on your own, I would actually say it out loud. Um, but, you know, if you are walking down the street, maybe not. But thanking it and, and telling it to go away, it kind of gives that acknowledgement 
it's had its say, you've thanked it, and now you're telling it to go away. And you're replacing the the old negative thought patterns with the positive ones because acknowledgement and, and, and noticing it, you know, that's already making that shift. And this isn't a, an instant thing, is it? This isn't something that you're going to do once no. and then never do again. This is no. an ongoing process. And I think some of us that um, if you are somebody who's more prone to having these thoughts you're going to find that this yeah. is a much more consistent thing whereas some of yes. us may only have that once or twice you know in, in a long period of time yeah. but you know this isn't something that is is a sort of one-stop shop this is fixed now no. and it's all going to go away right yeah no 100% so it depends kind of how much you've ingrained it so I've always struggled with um, worrying about how I look so my weight and a lot of people who know me know that on a daily basis I'll be like oh I feel fat or, oh I look crap in this and all this and that so that's been ingrained in my brain for such a long amount of time I've made that pathway in my brain that that takes me to that negative place so me doing this once or twice is that's not going to change that pathway. You have to change the pathway of, of what it goes down. You know, you we've you, imagine your brain's at that nice wood area, woodland area, and if you walk through the path enough in the wood, you create the path that you walk on, and you're not going to be able to to get rid of that path straight away. So by doing this, and, I, and it actually says um, at the bottom of my blog that it's not going to happen. Um, straight away it's actually 25 to 30 days that it starts to take any sort of um, change like the of, of constant practice and that's not oh well I did it once this week and yeah oh no I actually I did one of those things oh I think I did it a couple of times this week it's a constant practice to work towards getting it out of you because it, you've just spent so long nurturing it and you've spent so long walking down that same path. You, we have to give it time. And I think that's what I struggle with the most. And I've, I actually put up a post on Instagram um, in the week um, about kind of patience. And I, I lack patience <laughs> and I always have done. And mom always says, you know, oh, you take you take after your granddad with your patience. And so I and I always think, oh, well, if I'm if I've done it once, then it should happen. And, and that's just not the case, especially with something like this and trying to reprogram the thoughts. It does take time of constant practice as well. And not only constant practice, it's it's actually a want and um, a want and a positive need for you to do it as well. So if you're not 100 percent committed to making the changes, then the changes won't happen. And again, you know, it, it's not the same for everybody, is it? I mean, this is something that, no, you know, if, no. if using that example of going down the wood, you know, some people visit that every other day, some people visit it 10 times a day. It doesn't matter yeah. necessarily how often or how much you have to do this. It's about finding yeah. what's right for you and to, yeah, and you know, to use it for, yeah, to yeah. use it for yourself to, to fight those those inner moments that you have, that mini me or the inner demons, whatever it is that you want to call it, to, yeah. to, to, for your specific need and for your specific sort of knowledge of, of where you where you fall down with yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I and I would, you know, you know yourself how how many times you, you're negative, and and we especially this week, I've learned quite a lot in the course that I've been doing this week, but the more negative thoughts you have, the more negative things will come to you. So if you really want to change this, like this, 
it's such a good way to do it. And I think the if you are having it more than less, um, you will have to really work hard. Um, but everyone is going to be so different that we can't we can't say one thing for it's not one rule for everyone. Everyone this, will be this completely different. It's part of that RAS system thing, isn't it? As well that we talked about last yeah. week is that yeah. idea that you know yeah. when you buy a blue car, you see a blue car everywhere, <laughs> even though you've never seen one before. You know, it's it's yeah. that thing of you're programming your brain to seek out that that thing or you know whether it's an emotion whether it's a feeling whether it's an object you're seeking your brain to say you're I want you to notice these things and those can be as as negative as they are positive yeah a hundred percent now the third thing that you've talked about um (laughs) which I find really interesting um when it comes to our inner mini me or our inner demons or whatever we want to call them You've talking. You're talking about arguing with yourself, literally. Yeah. Having a row. Literally arguing with yourself. With yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> how, I'm not crazy. <laughs> quite. Um, now, without you know sounding like you've got some sort of um, very odd issue going on, or that you're, some, you know, or that you've had a few too many drinks in the middle of the streets, how would you go about this? So I actually did this um, to myself last week. Um, I was in my house and no one else was in there. So it obviously made it a little bit easier. I definitely wouldn't do this out in public because you, I, it's, the, the thing with this tip is it's the physicality of you doing it. So it's not actually what you're, it is what you're saying to it, but it's your physicality of it that, that drives the force and drives the emotion behind so it. So the process so, rather than... It's the process, right. yeah, and, and it was actually so liberating. And I know that sounds so stupid and ridiculous, but it was really. I kind of, I, I can imagine myself doing it now, and obviously you can hear in my voice has changed slightly. So it, it really made me laugh, but it really worked. Um, but I, so I definitely say to do it at home, or if you're on your own, or if you are at home with people in, then just. Let them know what you're up to before you do it. Otherwise, they'll come barging in and it's just you having an argument with yourself. So Interesting. And in terms of, the, <laughs> you know, so you, you talk about, you know, envision you standing in front of yourself, you know, imagine yeah. that you are sort of the third party in the room, almost that you're, you know, that outer body experience. You're looking at yourself you uh-huh. and you give yourself the opportunity both to then talk about what the negative thoughts are so what it is that's bugging you and then you literally sort of switch switch around and you respond to that now we all do that quite regularly don't we I mean I've got friends who you know I lean on for support I've got family that lean on me for support you know and I I do that as well in 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 vice versa so you know we're all used to providing that supportive arm and that's and that shoulder to cry on or, or the piece of advice that we give out every day of our lives most of us are anyway and I think you know most of the people that choose to listen to this podcast are probably those type of people that are quite often the the supportive element in in relationships the support yeah now yeah you know we don't do that to ourselves and i think that's the point here is that you have an opportunity <laughs> to literally say to yourself okay this is what you need to do either as yeah. uh, you know either literally like you've said yelling at yourself to try to get through yeah. or even as that quite level headed you know what this is the, this is how we move forward this is what we're going to have to yeah. do now so i think it's yeah. really and truly like you've said this is about process i guess for me the yeah. way i'm understanding this is it's about just going through that process of working out you of know consciously it, yeah. and, and sensibly what is the 
best option here for us what's gonna work yeah. best rather than just continuing down this path of i can't i i won't i i'm not good enough i'm whatever it is that we you know we tell ourselves on a daily basis yeah so the the I'll I'll kind of elaborate a little bit more with this one because this one I actually as I was writing it I was like I really wish I could explain this to people <laughs> rather than them reading it because sometimes it's easier to 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 hear it. So the you picture yourself standing picture yourself standing right in front of you so you are disassociated with yourself so you are seeing yourself on the other side of you if that makes sense. And what you want to feel is that this is your old self. So it's the way that you used to be when you're, you, you're stuck in those old ways of thinking. So you're not, you're not you being you looking through your eyes, you're you being you, but looking at you on dis disassociated as if you were watching a movie of yourself. And this is where you where you say out loud or in your head but I'd rather it be out loud in a really whiny silly disgusting voice your old belief so something that's been kind of you've been saying to yourself for a while so for instance mine would be you're so fat <laughs> and you say it in a really whiny disgusting voice yeah. <laughs> and then in your mind's eye you'd look at yourself and see how silly and and silly that old belief was and how it like no longer serves you as a person and it no longer fits into what you're trying to create yourself at the moment and and almost kind of reflecting how it's diminished you in the past so how where it's got in the way and and it's it might be good to kind of reflect back on that and be like well you know if I didn't think that way in this situation how could I have been so much better in that situation um and then in your, and this is where the, the argument starts. Um, so now in your mind's eye, so you're now back in yourself. So back into your own eye. So you're associated with yourself. Give it everything you've got and literally yell at yourself about how that just isn't true and how you no longer accept it. So I was literally <laughs> shouting at myself in the kitchen and you feel like, an. well, I didn't feel as silly because I felt a little bit like it was a drama game to be quite <laughs> honest with you <laughs> yeah um which we've had plenty of it throughout um career and teaching but it was it was almost like it was almost liberating to to even let yourself go and do that as well which sure. was I really liked um, and I think it's the one with this one is the energetic and emotional shift that you have when you see how ridiculous those old beliefs are and even you saying it in that windy, uh, whiny voice is just, and you feel that, that energy through you and that's what we're trying to create and that's what we're trying to replace with it. So because we're taking something out, we need to make sure we're putting something back in and we're taking out the negative and we're putting that in that positive. So you by shouting and, and shouting how ridiculous it is you're choosing to believe something different and that's the positive so yeah that's kind of that one but I would really like everyone to give it a go and let me know how it went <laughs> yeah I mean you know 
like you've said in the blog, I wouldn't suggest maybe doing this on the bus or the tube. No, um, no. This is very much might something put you to, away. Yeah, I think it's very much something to do in the privacy of your own home or, or yeah. at least with somebody you very much trust. Um, you know, in the pub on a Friday night, probably not the best idea. No. But I think it's I think it's worth a go. I'm, I'm going to try it. We'll report back Good. in the next podcast and see how I yes. got on. Um, we may be doing that from uh, some sort of asylum or prison cell, depending on where I choose. <laughs> to do it but I'm sure we'll be fine in the meantime yeah. that's it for this week um, we hope you've enjoyed it it's slightly shorter than it was last week because last week was a particularly lengthy discussion about the Wheel of Life you can go back and listen to that if you'd like to and I would highly recommend that it's our first episode but it's one that I think really sets the scene for, for what Sunday Soul is all about and where we want to go if you want to read yeah. more of the blog you can visit sunday-soul.com or of course as Becky mentioned earlier there is the Instagram account as well which is um at sunday soul 19 absolutely and we we really appreciate any comments on the blog on the podcast if you listen to the podcast please do give us a, a review on there um, and a rating it really helps us to find new listeners and obviously if you want to get in touch do so via instagram becky is really happy to to talk to people on there and to provide sort of extra bits of advice and guidance outside of the blog and just to engage in those conversations we really want to hear if you're using these techniques how you're getting on with them and whether they work for you and also let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about in the future can i finish with a quote you can yeah uh, so it's by vincent van gogh um if you hear a voice within you saying you are not a painter then by all means paint and that voice will be silenced and that's it for this week thank you so much <laughs> becky i will see you soon yep see you soon Take care. bye bye